0: Episode 24 of Shalen on Batman. I'm Justin Shalin. Today, it is our honor and privilege to have a man that needs to be up there with in Batman lore, like Neil Adams, Chris Nolan, um, Tim Burton, Danny O'Neill. If it wasn't for this man, this is all from the heart, too. If it wasn't for this man, we would not have uh, the Chris Nolan Batman. He, for Since 1998, he's been beating the drum for... A serious take on the character, a uh, grounded, uh, realistic take on our favorite comic book character. Um, he he doesn't do clickbait, he doesn't do spoilers, he's a man of his word. He says he's going to do something, he does it, and in this world, that's really hard to come by. Um, it is our honor and privilege to uh, welcome to the show Bill Ramey from batmanonfilm.com. Welcome well, to the
1: show. You're, you're way, way too kind, Um I don't think I'm in the same echelon as the folks you mentioned there, but, yeah, uh, you but, gotta yes. be,
0: you have to be like, i like, I know it's my personal opinion, but you, like for me since 1998, you have been the, the guy who's been like keeping it, keeping it real for Batman. Like after Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. like it's been you, pretty much you and every, like the other, there's other websites that have, have look, pretty much come and gone, but you've stayed like, this is how we're going to run the website. You either love it or you're gonna hate it. It's not for everyone. We're not gonna give you spoilers. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do that clickbait shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm consistent, I guess, and stubborn. But you know, it's been the same since uh, 1998, and uh, you know, basically, Justin. I mean, um, uh, you know. I've pretty much done what I wanted to do with Batman on film. You know, the the Nolan trilogy was, was it. And, and everything else is gravy now, you know, and it's just, it's, now it's all about fun, which I think they've, uh, I think Warner Brothers has actually, uh, well, I know they have. I mean, they have realized that Batman is a very important character uh, as are the, their DC library of characters. And I I think now that we're at a point Uh, that we're going to see some really great stuff. And it's like I said, it's it's all gravy now, you Mm -hmm. know, for me personally.
0: Yeah. Like I said, like I I remember when I started reading your website in 2002 Mm -hmm. or 2003 and I had dial up internet. So you kids, you, the kids that are listening to this, (laughs) <laughs> who have the high speed internet? I had I had to wait like ten minutes just to load a photo, or to, I remember like reading stuff like Metallica might be, bat on Batman begin in the Batman Begins, and Christian Bale might be cast yeah. and all that stuff, and who's who's gonna be the Joker? Is gonna be that lackey holm guy? Like I've been like a loyal fan of yours since two thousand since before I was like. Like I want to say, like twelve or thirteen. Like it was every day on your website, looking for like the latest Batman news. And I knew I'd get like an honest, like the very like this is what we the fans want. This is what the mm-hmm. fans need. This is where Batman needs to go. And I mean, obviously your your record has since nineteen ninety eight has just stood for itself. I mean, obviously the Nolans and Emma Thomas, mm-hmm. you know that you're they're, You know mm-hmm. Michael Hughslin. Like you don't mm-hmm. get that. From other movie websites. You don't get that reports because of your honesty and your, you, you, you know, you're candid with it. You're like, this is what, this is how we're going to do. It. And it's been the same. And you don't get that. You no, know, everyone's like trying to get scoops and stuff. And your site has mm-hmm. never, ever been about that. You've no. al- always have always been the same. It's been great to see that. And, you know, and I like respect the hell and everyone on the, on the podcast respects the hell out of you. I remember well, like, when we, when we first started talking about doing a podcast, the number one person we all t- said we have to get Bill Ramey on the show. We have to. If if we can do anything, if we if he's the only guest we ever get, I'd be happy. And you know, here, here we are today. And like I said, like this is no bullshit. This is just from the heart, sincere. Um, just I'm super stoked and happy. And
1: all, all right, if. It's it's all good, man. I mean, it's yeah, you're right. I mean, um, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I mean, it, it takes a level of respect, and, and that goes back to the way I ran the site. When you, you know, um, what Chris and Emma and have done for me is is based on the fact that I ran the site the right way. I'm very proud of that. I'm not and I'm not uh, uh, going to shy away from it. And, and you know, heck, I mean, yesterday I talked to Michael. So it's running Batman on film has been, has been um, it's been unbelievable. I mean, I've made, I've done things Batman wise in my Batman fandom life that I never thought I would be able to do. And, you know, just be able to talk to Michael if I need to talk to him is, is, is beyond. I mean, he's my, he is my hero. I mean, I love Chris and what he did with the Dark Knight trilogy, but, but Michael is absolutely I, uh, he is my hero when it comes to to Batman on film because he is the reason why there is Batman on film. Quite frankly,
0: let's um, let's, let's take it back. Um, where, what's your first encounter with the hero of Batman? Was it the comics? Was it the '66 show?
1: Oh, it's definitely the, it was the it was the '60s TV show that made me a Batman fan. I mean, there's no doubt. I'm, uh, I I was born in '65, so. I don't remember it first run, but I remember the the the, the reruns afterwards that started as soon as the it ended in, in 67, 68. So the, that was it to me. I mean, I was, when I was a kid, that was, I mean, it was dead ass serious, you know? I mean, I thought that was the greatest shit there was, you know, with Batman. And it, it made me a Batman fan. it just so happened at the same time when I, you know, watched the, watch that tv show and reruns um when i went to find the comics that's when the denny o'neill and the Neil Adams stuff was was, was out in the early 70s so i very quickly went to the comic books and and i can remember in my in my young mind of being you know seven or eight years old thinking this is a little bit different than uh the the, the tv show especially um Batman 251 with, uh, you know, the Joker's Five-Way Revenge. That, that just stands out in my mind. I, I still have that comic in my collection. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, from there on, that was just, you know, it was just, it was, that to me, even though Batman, a 60s TV show, made me a Batman fan, and, and I love it to this day, and I'm, I'm very, like right now on Batman on Film, we're reviewing the episodes, um, uh, it was that, those Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams stuff in the early seventies that that I said, Yeah, that's that's my Batman, you know, that's my Batman right there. And uh, you know, later on with um uh the uh, strange apparition stuff uh in detective and then and then into the eighties, you know, we get into uh Frank Miller and, and year one and all that. So and the Dark Knight Returns. So yeah that I mean that's that's in short, that's my Batman life as a child, as a kid so <clears throat> growing up as a
2: child like
1: back in mm-hmm. where are you from Mike? i am from uh, i am from texas i live in tomball which is about the suburb of houston
2: okay excellent so growing up as a kid did you have like that local comic book shop where you could go get your comics on a weekly or you know
1: whatever basis well this is way before y'all's time back in the day when i was a kid you could go to the convenience store and they would have racks of comics. There were there was right. a comic book store and they would be in racks. That, that's where I found my comics. I'd going in, I'd I turn the rack around and it would be DC and Marvel and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and and always gravitated to the, you know, Batman and the DC stuff. And then uh, I think the first comic shop I walked into had to be uh, had to be about about the time that uh, Batman eighty nine came out. And it was placed in Port Arthur, Texas, called the Book Stand. The guy that ran it was called Stan, so it was the Book Stand, not Stan with a D. Okay. And and that's the first comic shop I went to, and then from that point on, I was you know obsessed or, or always buying. You it know, was like buying comics from that point out. Yeah. Excellent.
0: You talk about the eighty nine movie. Yeah. The Tim Burton one. Yeah. Seeing that for the first time in the theater. What was that? What was that experience like for you? Because you you talk about you know sixty six, you know that, that yeah. run. Then you talk about the Neil Adams stuff. What was it like seeing that? You know the Tim Burton uh, Batman with you know Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. What what? Is, it's because that's what I grew up on. Was you know mm-hmm. I wasn't you know I was born
1: in eighty eight and you know watching that when I was so a kid. Missed, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it, it? It was yeah. It was great. It was you know I was. um it's, it's etched in my memory because for one thing, that was one of the greatest uh, periods of Batman Batmania that I've ever experienced. Uh, you know I missed out on the on the 60s Batmania that Batmania was was right in my wheelhouse because I was I had just graduated college. I had been following the, the uh, production of the film. Now this was what's crazy you know there was no bat there was no internet there was no Batman on film then. So I would go to the mall, and I would go and get comics scene, and uh, there were several, you know, these, these uh, fan type magazines that would 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 cover the film, and I, that's how I tried, halfway kept up with it. And then there was stuff on Entertainment Tonight and so forth. But that that Batmania of, um, of you know starting off when they released that trailer, the first trailer came out right in the beginning of '89, and then. That slow build up until, um, till till June was just unbelievable, and I, I remember going. Um, uh, I graduated college in May. Movie came out in June. I, I was going to start my new coaching job in Houston uh, in August, so I was just you know
2: chilling out, and
1: so uh, me and my girlfriend at that time went stood in line at the theater to go see it, and it was just it was just huge, and it was. And, uh, you know, I I love that film just because it was um, it was so different than, you know, at that time. My mind was like, you know, fuck Adam West in a 60 show, (laughs) you know, even though that that's what made me a Batman fan. I was such an asshole back then about that, that, you know, I was like, yeah, this is it. And uh, and, uh, you know, it was just it was great to experience that that film and the Batmania surrounding surrounding it in in person. Uh, I'm glad I was alive for for that. I'm sure, you know, down the line there'll be many more uh, versions of Batmania. We saw it in 2008 with The Dark Knight. So it's it's not like it's going to happen. It's not going to not happen again at some point in the future. But I think that was a pretty special time because that was the first time that Batman uh, was presented in a and the, the way that we all love the character, the way he was originally created as a dark and serious uh, creature of the night. Awesome. Um,
0: so after Batman 89, obviously there's Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't mince words that you dislike that movie. And we did a commentary f- track for it. And yeah. that movie just, like, I grew up on it. I was like, man, I really love this book. That's, mm-hmm. The whole story is just so bizarre it's really not a batman movie it's like a tim burton sequel to edward scissorhands it's really bizarre Absolutely. yeah it's really bizarre I, um and then you you had batman forever which i thought was you know we haven't done a commentary track for that yet but i thought that was more more in line with batman well let's talk about batman and robin because um that yeah. i think i've either read that you've that you've said that Batman and Robin might be the most important Batman movie ever? Because it kind of stopped that? Or somebody told me that you said
1: that? No, I did say that. I think Batman Forever may be the most important Batman film to date because that is what eventually led to to Nolan's Batman Begins. And it was just, it ended that series uh, of films, you know, uh, from starting with Batman and then for uh, Returns, Forever and Batman and Robin. I mean, that's what made Warner Brothers really shake themselves and say, okay, we got to do something different here. Now it took eight years, Mm -hmm, but you know, relatively speaking, that's a short amount of time. And, uh, that's what made them, you know, reach out and search a variety of that. And they went through Darren Aronofsky. They went through, um, even Joss Whedon pitched a Batman film and they eventually settled on Nolan. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I think if Batman and Robin had been more like forever and in, in, in which beat, you know, if you watch the film beat by beat, beat for beat, uh, story-wise, it's very much like forever. It's just a sillier version of, uh, of forever. It's like a uh, giant TV toy commercial for the toys. That's how I kind of, yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think if it had been like Forever, if, if if Kilmer had came back and they had made a sequel that was that was um, had performed the way Forever did, that they, you would have gotten the Batman triumphant, and I think they would have done something after that. And eventually, they probably would have ran it into the ground, and we would never would have got gotten Begins, and ultimately the Dark Knight trilogy. So yes, I think Batman and Robin is very important in the history. Retrospectively in the history of, of Batman on film history, yeah. Right. So after
0: seeing that movie, I, I think I read that you walked out of it. Was it like that next day or a few weeks later saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna create a website that's that's gonna uh, beat the drum for a serious Batman Movie, can you we we talk about the origins of yeah. the website and why it is you decided to take on this? Yeah, and something that's kind of lasted since two th- since 1998
1: and now yeah. we're in 2015. Yes, it's um, I did walk out of it, I was like, yeah, be kidding me. You know, when I originally actually, I, I'll say this right now, I, I can watch Batman Forever, I mean, I'm sorry, Batman and Robin, and and it, it not disgust me. I cannot. Get through Batman Returns to this day. I just cannot watch it. But anyway, it's either neither here or there. I guess probably because I know that Batman and Robin is the reason why we got to begin. So I right. can. It's subconsciously, I, I'm I'm down with it. But um, no, I didn't walk out and go. By God, I'm starting a website and I'm going to get, get the get the uh the torches and pitchforks and march on Burbank, California immediately. No, it was it was kind of. <laughs> It was kind of, um, um, you know, back then, I I didn't have a computer then. And then, and so I, it was the next summer. It was in, it was in 98 that I got my first, actually I had web TV. I, y'all don't even remember web TV. Do what's,
0: you? what's web TV? I've never even heard okay. of that.
1: Okay. Web TV <laughs> was like, was like a, um, well, it, Basically, it was a little. It was little uh, box you could buy. It was oh, it, it was huge, and you could cook it up to your TV, and essentially you had web, you had uh, internet access to your TV, and as opposed to buying computers, which surprisingly they were much more expensive back then than they are today, and um, and so I had that first, and there were like um, you know i guess today it's easy to build a website you can go anywhere and build a website today right. but that you, there were various places you could go to and and build an online website so web tv had one that was um, integrated into their into their uh, uh, infrastructure so I, that's where batman film started was on web tv for and then a few months later i guess uh, that was in june of 98 Sometime before the end of the year, I had, um, and that's back when it was called Jet D Sixties Batman on Five Page, and it was all about trying, you know, the next Batman film, Triumph and whatever. So, and then uh, I got a computer, and then uh, you know I bought a domain, and then it was you know blah blah blah, and et cetera, et cetera, and the the real Batman on film started probably early into in 1999. And and my whole thing was like, my thing was look Batman 89 is, 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 is pretty cool. Forever's not that particularly bad, but you can't end this thing on Batman and Robin. Um, and I always thought that there was an ultimate Batman movie to be made. And, I, you know, I feared that Warner brothers never would make one. And, I, and and so I started a site and my whole thing was like, okay, I'm going to kind of lobby for uh, a proper Batman film, but I never, I never thought never in my wildest imagination that, that Warner brothers would actually notice this website and, and, uh, and it would be, have any influence on it whatsoever. And, and, uh, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, Batman on film became Batman on film. Right, and the rest is history, as they say. I know Kyle's yeah. been waiting to
0: ask you a question. Go for it. Okay.
3: Batman.
2: Yeah, so you were you were talking about how you sort of had an influence in how Wonder Brothers eventually would develop the Nolan trilogy of the Batman movies. What was your initial impression when you first saw Batman
1: uh, Begins? Oh, Batman Begins. Well, let me let me go back. I don't think that I. have I really don't think that I had an influence on Batman Begins being made. I, I know that that there's people who hate Batman film think that I think that. I really don't, but I do know that 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 um, they paid attention to my banging of the drum of of a Batman having a Batman uh, a new Batman film after Batman and Robin and you know, um, uh, you know, they, they came, they came to me. I didn't go to them. And and so that's, it's not like I got Batman begins me. That's completely on Chris Nolan Mm -hmm. and that's his, you know, that's his baby and it had nothing to do with me. But, um, when I saw Batman begins for the first time, um, I was like, okay. I mean, I really thought, okay, I'm going to shut down Batman on film. That's I, my goal. Yeah. The reason why I started this website is has, it, this is it. And, uh, I you know, I, luckily, you know, Warner brothers had contacted me the year before and wanted me to go to the set of begins, which was in England. And I could not go. So I had to find someone in England to go and cover it for me, which I did. And, um, but I, I was able to go to the the press jacket out there, and I mean that was it blew my mind. You know, I, I mean, I was a dude that just to that, you know, I just ran a little website, and all of a sudden, here I am in uh, Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and, and there's Christian bell and there's you know, and there's Morgan Freeman, and there's so so forth. I was so naive at the time. I, I real I grew up, I guess, as an online journalist. A lot after Batman Begins, between and between there and and the uh, and the Dark Knight three years later, and it was just Batman Begins is my favorite Batman film to this day. I, I mean, probably because it means a lot to me personally because that was my goal: it was to see a great Batman film.
3: Yeah,
1: and and uh, I know I know the Dark Knight is is the greatest Batman film. It's the greatest superhero film of all time to me. But I mean, for me personally, Batman Begins just means means a lot, you know. Almost, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, when I saw it, I, I shed a tear at, at the at the end of it. So, you know, I, I still love watching it.
2: Tom, I know you have another question. Yeah, definitely. So, like, kind of back to like the beginning of your site and whatnot. Like, you started your site and everything, mm-hmm. and then. We had this incredible uh, animated series, and we had this incredible mm-hmm. Batman Beyond. You know, like where do you where mm-hmm. do you find the where do you rank those with like in terms of like quality of Batman on screen?
1: You know, Uh well, Batman the animated series is is, I mean, it's up there with with the No One thing because that's I mean, like what that's
2: what all three of us yeah. grew up with. We're all kind of the same generation, yeah. like that's our Batman when right. we grew up. It was the yes, animated yeah.
1: series. Is that what made you all Batman fans? Is that for, is the animated series? For the
2: most part,
0: it, really. The '89 yeah. movie and then the animated series. Because whenever I read the comics now, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Definitely. Yeah, and like that to me, like that's gonna be like imprinted on my mind. You know, the animated series and yeah. um, Batman Beyond for sure. Like Batman Beyond is just crazy. Just I love that take of an older Batman. Like, like I love the Dark Knight Returns, but yeah. I just felt like. That's something that Batman would do something more how uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim did that version of Batman. Just he's older. He's got to like,
1: even well, if, like, pass, going, yeah, yeah, keep that keep the man on the back continuing. Well, it, here's the thing. I mean, it started, you know, it came out in 92. I remember when they, when they re, uh, announced it and uh, I was thinking, okay, back then there were a lot of cartoons that were created that were, um, like a movie would come out and they would have a cartoon afterwards that was based on the movie. Uh-huh. So when, so when they announced it, I thought, okay, it's going to be like uh, an animated version of, of the, of, uh, the Burton's thing, you know, and this is after, right after, um, or around the same time of, of returns. And, and, and when this came out it was on prime time, excuse me, it was on Fox. Yeah. It was on prime time. And uh, the first one was on Leather Wings, and I remember yeah. watching that and thinking, "This is freaking awesome," you know. <laughs> and so, by that, for, you know, for me, by that time, my Batman had already been formed. You know, my Batman was the Miller stuff, It uh, was the Denny O'Neill and Bill Adams stuff, and, yeah. and and so forth. But that 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 was just represented represented that my Batman. So I thought it was. I thought they handled the the fantastical stuff that I'm not a big fan of and in a great way where you never thought, well, this is, you know, it was never silly. Or, it was never, um, a, you know, roll, roll your eyes or anything like that. But yeah, I, I, you know, with folks your age, that that's gotta be, it's, it's like Batman 66 for me. Right. Right, anyway. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really is. And, 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 uh, and so to me, that was just like, I said, you know, it was just, it was just gravy on top of more Batman and people seeing Batman and Batman being more in the, in the mainstream consciousness that, 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 you know, I loved it and, and I'm glad that people saw it and, you know, and the effects are right here. You you three are talking to me and that's, that's why probably why y'all Batman fans. Right. Definitely. Um,
0: so let's move forward to what, like the dark Knight. Like yeah. to me, that's Batmania for me. And I remember the yeah. lead up to that movie, and, and you know, reading the website, I remember um, you had the exclusive to that. My favorite Dark Knight poster of the Joker, like you know, I've shown you guys that. Yeah. one. Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. Joker? He's like standing in like the the city behind. You, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now, the office. Yeah, such
0: it's the most badass Batman poster probably yeah. of all time. So can you talk about like your experience doing that set visit because I, you just wrote an article like a week or two ago mm-hmm. about that set visit. And yeah. can you talk about that and revisit that on the show here and just what that meant to you and what the experience of that was for you?
1: Oh, that was the my greatest Batman experience. As a Batman fan in my life, I think is going to that set. My only regret is I didn't see Heath Ledger because he was not filming that day. But you know, um, you can't really complain right, <laughs> from right. what I did. But yeah, um, you know the poster. Uh, now I'll go to the set, but the poster was—I mean, I, that was straight up. That was the best poster of the film, right? right? Yep. Okay, and and I'm honored to be the one that, that was able to reveal it exclusively. And that was because of Chris and Emma. There's no doubt in my mind. In fact, I know that's the reason that they said, give this dude that poster. And, and they did. And I, you know, that was awesome. But, uh, yeah, that, that set visit, I went to Chicago. Um, the whole thing was, was, uh, uh, there at what they you know the old post office they call it in Chicago they took they took over the whole building and turned it into a mini um movie, stu- movie uh, sound stage uh that's where they filmed of course the, the great the bank scene and they filmed um a lot of the stuff that revolved around it you know with with batman's first visit with Gordon at the beginning in the vault and and so forth so the day i was there um they filmed um it was weird it was like five five people that they got to go to this for as far as online press and so we set this table and they had a big screen that was set up with a um with a with a feed and we were able to watch what they filmed. you know it's not we were standing behind we no one's anal. He was not going to let us stand behind and watch what they're actually filming. But we we were filmed. You know, we did see the feet, and they and so I saw him film the the Gordon the the Batman Gordon scene that you see at the beginning of the film when Batman comes in and and, wow. uh, and he him hey, again,
3: you know and, <laughs> and,
1: and, and you know one man of the mob and so um, saw that film and that. I never had never seen a, a movie film before in my life. And that, you know, that seems short in the movie. Right. And it's like, that was four hours of filming. It was from eight wow. to, till, till, till they broke for lunch. Wow. And cause it's done. It, it's, you know, it, they did the whole Christian bells, you know, the close up of Christian bell. And then they do the close, all the ups of, of um, uh, Gary Oldman is Gordon. And then they do, um, Uh, them together and so forth. And one of the things uh, I think I wrote in the, in the, that revisitation piece was that, that when Batman comes in, he has the, he has the money, you know, the bills, the radioactive bills Mm -hmm. and he throw, and he throws it to Gordon and old kept dropping it. (laughs) And so that's, that that's cut out. You know, you don't see that in the movie, you know, it's just, they don't, show Batman throwing at the Gordon and all that stuff. It's just, you know, it's quick, 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 and so forth. So, and then, uh, yeah, that scene was long. And then between takes, you know, Bell was wearing the, the the begin suit. And so he never took it off, but they would, the cow, they would they would move the cow and they, in the back, I guess it was able to open up and they had these big-ass fans that would just stand behind him and just, you know, Cause I'm sure it's hot as sh- it was hot as shit wearing that thing, and and that was you know because we could see in between takes and so forth, and uh, and then they you know and then they filmed um, the scene where um, where uh, Ramirez and Gordon walk through the bank, and you know right after the the, the, the Joker's robbery that, that went on for a little while. And then they filmed the uh, uh, the, the scene where um, Gordon and the SWAT team come into the vault, and there's only the you know those few bills left that were the ready the ones that, that the were Mark marked by in. Batman. Yeah, and then uh, at, and then in the evening, they filmed the scene where um, uh, Gary Oldman comes running up the steps with the, with the press, so there, you know, I did see some cool stuff filmed that day. I will say that you know, especially the the scene that um with the uh, with, with Batman and Gordon. and then we were able they did bring us through there. I walked through that whole thing they it was it was set up exactly like it was uh, after the Heath Ledger, uh, uh, you know the epilogue scene with the bank robbery. Mm-hmm. there was glass still on the floor. there was still the police. The police um uh barricades around and the police tape and there was still the uh, well it was a fake back end of a bus where, you know it comes shoved in the end of it. so all that was still there and i did walk into the ball so and that which was actually a uh, post office box place nice. they just made yeah okay yeah it, it was a post office box area where people would go in and get their mail and what blew my mind was I saw the, you know, I saw the, the bank ball made out of, you know, the door was made out of wood. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and so that's a little bit of movie magic right there that I was probably spoiling under people. Yeah. For real. I love it, though. That's awesome.
0: Now, when you, when you saw The Dark Knight yeah. and you knew it was going to be successful, did you ever think that it would get the critical response that it did with, you know, the Heath Ledger and the Academy Awards? Because like, I remember... Gary Oldman yeah. and everyone would talk about uh, mm-hmm. how like this thing's special, like his yeah. performance, he's just out of, like, he's just in a different, like he's on a different universe. Like, did you ever, th- did you ever think or, you know, that would ever happen to a Batman movie where, you know, the critics are loving it just as much as the fans were?
1: Before that, no. Uh, but, I'm, yeah, you're right, Justin. Uh, when I was sitting there another great story when I was sitting there uh, in Chicago and Oldman came in now when we interviewed Oldman he was about to do that that scene when he um, runs up on the runs up the bank steps so he was like pure Commissioner Gordon you know I mean everything classes everything he was already in costume and uh, you know we asked him I asked him actually I said so um, you know tell tell us about the joker. And there was a picture, because it, it was, it was like where we were set up. was like a tent thing with a big table and all that. And he points, he turns to his left, and he points to that, you know, that first picture of Ledger. Remember just the face that mm-hmm. came out in May of, in May oh, of okay. at 07? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, that kid is doing something special. And so um, I kind of had a – I kind of had a – had a uh, you know I'm gonna trust Gary Oldman. you know by god he's Dracula so uh, <laughs> I, I'm, and and said vicious so I'm gonna trust him and and so at the junket that next you know in 2008 and and uh, in June of 2008 uh, Gary came in and um, interviewed and it was a round table so you know I'm with a bunch of other people and I'm a nobody. So he you know, got all these people around asking a bunch of questions and so forth. And, and so when I got up to leave, I walked out of the room. He was just sitting there outside by himself. And I stuck out my hand and I said, uh, I said, uh, Mr. Oldman, uh, I said, um, I love that ending that speech at the end. And, uh, and he said, thank you. And I, and I said, uh, Hey, uh, I said I, I know you don't remember me, but I was in Chicago at, at, at for a set visit, and you told me. Um, I asked you about Heath Ledger, and he and you said he was doing something special, and he said, "I was right, wasn't I?" And and it, you know, shook his hand, and good dude, and and the, you know, it's another memory in my mind that I, I that I'll never forget. That's and he was huge, right. That's, Man. that's awesome.
0: So when the Dark Knight Rises, were you there on set in Pittsburgh the day they filmed at Heinz Field? Yes. At Heinz Field? Because I was there that day as well. Yeah. Were you in the stands or were you in no. the press box?
1: Press box. Oh, uh, that was, <laughs> they, they had us come in, we were in the press box and, uh, well, you, if you saw, you know, you saw the whole thing. It, it was, was super just, hot it, that day. Yeah. It was, it, it was monotonous, it rained that day, You're you right. know and uh you know it that was a it was cool to see that you know and i'm sure justin it was cool to be there wasn't it oh it was an you, experience yeah, in my life i'll yeah. never forget that yeah but it, it didn't you know for me it, it it as a set visit it was nothing like um going going to that that dark night set in chicago uh in 07 it was uh you know they all came up you know no uh you know uh, chris came up for a little while and uh, my 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 the greatest the best memory i have of that is that uh hardy did tom hardy came up for an interview with us and um, he was not in his veins stuff he was just you know just regular dude type clothes and he came around and he he um Introduce himself to everybody there. And I said, I'm Bill. I'm Tommy. He used to sit as Tommy. He was cool. Uh, Hathaway was cool. Nice. But, um, uh, yeah, it just, you know, it, it was much more, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, and accept. It, it was just, it was not as, it was not as. Uh,
0: you don't, you don't as, get that nostalgia feeling compared to The Dark Knight?
1: Is no. That- and it, just, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was just because I guess because we we're so far away in, in that press box in Huntsville that we it just wasn't an tried... intimate
2: experience for you. It was just yeah, it, kind of there, was, yeah,
1: yeah. And I had probably, you know, quite frankly, I had already, you know, I had already met Bell and all of them and so forth, that it wasn't that big of a deal to me. And being that far away, but yeah, that dark Knight thing will never. That was the greatest experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Awesome. I just
0: remember that day. It was like, it. they started, they filmed that uh, the Star Spangled Banner like, had to be like 20, 25 times. Oh, my God, yes. It, it, it rained, so they stopped, and all of a sudden, it got super hot and super humid yeah. out. And I don't think they were prepared for that many people and for the elements, because it was yeah. just so ungodly. Like, it was just so hot. It was just ridiculous about a year ago. This time, I remember on the interweb on Twitter, primarily that there was some scuttlebutt about a rift between David Goyer mate possibly Affleck in the studio. Is there any way that you would can talk about that at all? If you can't, you can't.
1: No, I, sure. I, I don't think that there really is a rift between Goyer than that. And uh, Warner brothers are Ben Affleck. I, I just, I don't really don't buy that too much um david um look i i've, I've, I've it's no secret that i've uh, let me say this i'll put it this way okay of all the of all the people that I've met uh who are involved art night trilogy uh, chris emma Jonathan nolan um uh, those four. and then goyer who I was putting that you know and that for, I'm going to exclude the actors. Mm-hmm. He was the, um, uh, least friendly person. Okay. I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, I have all the, I have the ultimate respect for him. I think he is an unsung hero of, of, of bringing Batman back, um, to the, to the big screen and mm-hmm. a, um, and I, uh, in the right manner he should have been. And I think he has had a lot to do with the Dark Knight trilogy. And I like the dude, you know, um, in that regard. I just, every time I've reached out to him he's not been the greatest of dudes for some reason. Maybe it's just his personality whatsoever. But, um, you know, he wrote Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he uh, he has a lot to do with um, I still think he has a lot to do with, with what's going on with the uh, DC Cinematic Universe to a certain degree as maybe maybe more as a to now as a um, uh, consultant um, to a certain degree. I think I think a lot of it is Zach. I think it's Zack Snyder. I think it's Ben Affleck. And I think it's Chris Terrio who. Who's going to run that thing? So, um, no, I, I I don't buy into much of that uh, rift between Affleck and 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 uh, and David. I think just more of David, you know, doing what he does, and you know, he's gone on to do. He's more into the TV stuff. I mean, I, I love Constantine, which he mm-hmm. was part of, and I hope it. I hope I hope like heck that it that sci fi picks it up because I want to. I thought that was like. To me, that was my favorite. of The three uh, DC-based shows that came out. It was like Constantine, and then The Flash, and then Ben Gotham. Surprisingly, and I'm a Batman guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, before we jump into Batman, you brought up something Gotham because we did like our first impressions of mm-hmm. Gotham. What do you think about it? Because we, I kind of love to hate it. Like, I there's some things that I really enjoy about. It. Like I love mm-hmm. Gordon and I love young uh, Bruce, yeah. but. The way they kind of, the show kind of like, oh, this week it's, we're going to show you the Joker and, you know, yeah. Fish Mooney and all that stuff. It's just like, let, like t- for me anyway, when I'm watching a television show, I kind of want to be surprised. I want the, yeah. the, the series to kind of like, you know, like I'm a huge fan of the Mad Men, the Walking Dead, the S.H.I.E.L.D. They yeah. kind of like yeah. surprise you. what are, yeah. What's your take on Gotham so far? I know uh, BOF's covering it.
1: Yeah. My um, thing is, okay, here's my deal. It, it goes against my Batman sensibilities in, in that, that to me, Batman comes and then everyone else, the villains follow Batman right. their reaction yeah. to Batman mm-hmm. and, and, and not saying that that's should be canon or that's the right way to do it. That's just the way I, I you know, my Batman, you, you know, Bat, Batman comes like in year one. It just, and then the Joker comes and then so forth. Right. Um, I think they're doing it the other way around. And that's, I, you know, I can understand from uh, from a television show perspective that you're trying to sell a show on Batman and to the mainstream. This, you know, it's, let's be real here. The mainstream audience is, is by far outnumbers all of us fans of, uh, of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can see them trying to shove all of these different Batman elements, the Riddler and, and then there's Catwoman. And then there's, you know, all, you know, you've had Red Hood and so forth, um, into it to make it more like, okay, you know, the Batman stuff, but it's just not my cup of tea as far as the way they're going. Now, I will say that I think the show has gotten better as, as it's progressed. I think that, um, I was really worried about, the, you know, they were going to, like, make the Joker so obvious that this this was the Joker. I think they're teasing that, and that, that's the way it should be. It could be a variety of people who end up becoming the Joker in that universe. Um, uh, you know, last summer I was at Comic-Con, and I asked um, Bruno, he- uh, Bruno Heller about, okay, are you going to jump forward? I mean, I, I think, like, cause they've said, like, you know the last thing they want to show is is Bruce becoming Batman and um and that being in end of the series would you recast Bruce would you recast Selina would you jump series you know jump like a couple of years uh in the future from each series and he said no that um they planned on you know you know the series goes, and then there's bad. But I just don't know. You know, maybe the kid who's playing Bruce Wayne right now, when he grows up, he maybe he's not doesn't match what Bruce Wayne is, right? right know, yeah, physically. So I don't know how they're going to pull might that. not
2: have out, that but... Harry Potter effect with those kids, like where yeah, you can exactly, use them over and exactly. over. Yeah. I so, I go ahead.
0: I hope that season two. No, it sounds like Fish Mooney is gone because I really hate yeah, that. Yeah, I really kid. hope she dies <laughs> on, on the show, not in real life. Um, right. <laughs> um, but I hope they go season two. They, I love the Scott Snyder Court of Owls. I'd love to see mm. that integrated yeah. into mm-hmm. this Gotham show. I feel like yeah. with how they have everything kind of set up, that'd be a perfect segue into that story. Yeah. that yeah. I, I would say I like. You talked about mainstream audience. Mainstream audience. No, other than us, you know, comic book fans um, know about the Court Owls, and that's one of the best Batman stories. Probably the best, last, maybe five years, ten years. If oh you yeah, know. I'd, I'd love to see that. So we got to jump right to Batman v Superman. Um, when you, when Ben Affleck, I know you talked about it on the website when when they when they uh when they finally decided that Batman's gonna be in this quasi Superman sequel were you happy or did you think that Batman needed all like a, like a four or five year rest after
1: the dark Knight rises? Um, I was torn. Um, quite frankly, I, I thought that, uh, I thought man of steel should have had a proper sequel to be, to be honest. Um, that was a Superman sequel completely. Uh, and, uh, not that I'm the big, I mean, I like Superman. He's my second favorite character. I grew up with, on DC, and, and I really liked Man of Steel. So I was kind of disappointed in that regard. But, um, on the other hand, I thought that, um, it's pretty badass. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm going back as a kid to to seeing Batman and Superman. I, I understand the historical, um, Uh, importance of, of this film of Batman. These are the two greatest superheroes, comic book superheroes that have ever been created. I mean, they are the, they're on, they are definitely on the Mount Rushmore. That's been my thing now lately on on Twitter and so forth. The Mount Rushmore of, of comic book, comic book heroes and, and villains and so forth. But um, there's no doubt that they, they, it, this has been a long time coming. Um, I, I think that, um, I do believe no matter what Warner brother says that including Batman this soon was them. Sh- I wrote back when they did it, they, sh- they're shaking their moneymaker
0: moneymaker. He, he coined the yeah.
1: term that is mainstream now, bat moneymaker. And, and, uh, and that's fine. Um, uh, I think getting Affleck on board is is a pretty brilliant move because not only is this cat, um, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, all this bashing of Ben Affleck goes back to Geely and all that back in when he when he sucked. (laughs) But the guy remade himself. He's one of the greatest. He's one of the he's he is one of the the top directors in Hollywood. Uh, He works for. He's under Warner Brothers' umbrella. Not that they they have a contract with him, but I mean that's their guy. I mean Warner Brothers in the business of of when it comes to directors, it's Nolan, it's Ben Affleck, and it's Clint Eastwood, and so that's their big three. Um, and there's no doubt in my mind that that part of signing him uh, also included him directing. A solo Batman film in the future, and, and quite frankly, I mean that when I thought you know before Rises came out and and uh, and it, it ended that series, I've always thought, man, the, the dude to take over for for no one if they continue that on is Ben Affleck because that's his you know he's just uh, uh, as a filmmaker I love him, um, the town's awesome. Uh, Argo is awesome, you know. God, I, just, I think he's, I, I think he's a great filmmaker, and I think he's a better actor than you know. Gone Girl, I thought he was awesome, man. He, he's an yeah. asshole, and and uh, and so, um, yeah. I mean, and it physically, and you know, truth be told, I thought that he at one time. This is before y'all's time. It's the early days of Batman on film, when they were still talking about doing Year One. We're talking about you know, ninety nine. No, no, no even earlier than that. We're talking about, um, yeah, you know, 98, 99, when, when uh, Schumacher, this is a true story, Schumacher went to Warner Brothers and, and pitched, let's do year one, let's reboot this thing. And, uh, you know, Affleck was up for for Bruce Wayne. I thought, yeah, that would work. Was
0: Affleck your first choice after Bale kind of said he wasn't going to uh, revisit uh, the Batman, or was there was there someone else that you had in mind that you would
1: have liked to have seen uh, as Batman? Um, I thought the best thing to do was let Batman simmer, Batman on film simmer for a while, and let just let it you know lay low for a few years, and then then reboot. So I really didn't have an idea of an actor that I thought would uh, should come in. But when they you know they Boom! They cast Affleck. I went, yeah. I mean, that's that was you know that's a good move, and not only for you know, like I said, not only for the for the the physical role and the and the um, uh, the acting ability, but just the the fact that I said that Cat is going to direct the solo Batman film, and he's going to. I, I have no doubt about it in my mind.
2: Oh, that's what that's everybody we've spoken to and like even us before we spoke to anybody that's been pretty much what everybody said is he
1: has to it's it's gotta happen well no he has a he had a huge role in how Batman's portrayed in, in Batman v Superman uh how Batman will be portrayed in the, the the Justice League films and in the solo film I mean uh I mean, he brought his boy in from Argo to, to write the script, you know, rewrite um, the script for for BVS uh, after Goyer's first first draft. So, yeah, he's got a big he's got a big role, in, not only in Batman, but but the uh, Warner Brothers uh, DC Cinematic Universe. There's no doubt about it.
0: I think we're all, like, across the board are excited to see his portrayal because he gained a lot... Like, he looks like the Frank Miller version of Yes. And it's crazy how close he looks to that Dark Knight Returns. Do you think they're gonna... They're gonna go directly... Like, it's gonna be like Batman v Superman really is, like, a quasi-Dark Knight Returns movie, or do you think there's gonna be more
1: to it than just that? I think there's... Well, there's certainly an aspect of of The Dark Knight Returns in it. Look here. Comic-Con, I think it was, uh, when did, uh, when did Sucker Punch come out? 11? I think it was 11. 2010, 2011. Okay. Okay. At, uh, at Comic-Con, the year before Sucker Punch came out, I went to, I was there, I went to a party, Warner Brothers party, it was for Sucker Punch, and, uh, that's where I first met Zach Miller. I mean, Zach, uh, Snyder. Snyder, Snyder, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Zack Snyder. And then, um, he got me a Miller (laughs) and pretty much just like Zack Miller for this Batman version. Anyway, so I I talked to him for quite a while and it it was like, his whole thing was like, when Chris is done with Batman, I want to do Batman and I want to do Dark Knight Returns. And, I think this is his chance to do it. And I think uh, BVS is is setting that up I think that Justice League and Justice League two, Part 2 will continue that and I think whatever ends up I think that the solo Batman film will end up being the um, the end to this, this Batman on film story if, if that makes sense so um, I mean that's I think you know Affleck will end up playing Batman more than any other actor uh, who's played him on film previously, so except for West, who spent several years on the TV with yeah, we're just talking about movies, but yeah. Right, right.
0: So do you think that he's just gonna be, it sounds like he's, like, as of right now, you know, you have Batman versus Superman, you have Justice League mm-hmm. 1 and 2, you're gonna have solo Batman, do you think he's just, those four movies he'll be done, or do you think he he wants to kind of stick around and play Batman longer? Because that just that one solo, like, I just the whole idea of Ben Affleck as Batman has me really jazzed up, and really like to see, you know, maybe him, you know, donning the cape and cowl in like a
1: Batman Beyond movie, or, you no, know. yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he will. I think it's certainly a possibility. He loves bat. He's a huge Batman fan. Right. He's a huge Kamu fan. I mean, think about it. If you got a chance, to play Batman. I would play Batman for as long as I could. But I think the only thing with him is that. He's also a filmmaker, and so I don't know. You know, they got to work in being Batman to uh, with his own solo endeavors and so forth. And and uh, he still likes to act. He still likes to direct. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what he does. But I think, yeah, I think certainly he'll stay on uh, with that. I, I, and I, and I think we'll see him in other DC films and cameos, which. One of which I think uh, we'll see a few months after Batman versus Superman.
0: Ooh, nice little tease there. So if if you could be in Toronto right now, would you want to be Crazy Quilt? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I like to be. I like to be Paul Decker, which is a running joke on Batman film. I'm glad you picked it up. But yeah. yeah. It's. I thought that. Um, I will say that I thought. Uh, you know. My favorite interpretation of Crazy Quilt was from the animated Batman The Brave and the Bold, but uh, Scott Snyder did a hell of a job in the recent, in Batman, uh, a couple of issues ago of incorporating Crazy Quilt into the in-game uh, storyline. Did y'all read that? It was awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. We we just read the last, which was 39. 39. Yeah. And that yeah. cliffhanger, of yeah. the, like that parade, and I th- I saw shades of Batman '89. Those yes. t- those balloons definitely sc- yes. sc- screamed yeah, Tim were. Burton. There's no yeah, question. It was awesome. Um, we still haven't uh, seen a Batman v Superman teaser trailer. Uh, yeah, when do you uh, when do you think we're gonna get that? Everyone keeps saying uh, that Mad Max film. Do you think we might get it online sooner?
1: I know for a fact that they've had it since November and they thought about doing it with um, with the Hobbit movie that came out at, in December and so yeah I think it's just I, I, what I heard is coming out with Mad Max so um, and the way it is now you know the way we say attached to movies usually they it, it come it's going to be attached so forth and so on but it'll come out online at the same time if not before and I think we're we're probably, uh, I don't know, six weeks at the most from seeing it. So it's coming. Damn. It's coming soon.
2: Not soon enough. It's exciting yeah. to hear. Yeah. Um. I know- and,
1: and it's and it's only going to make us want to see more. So right. you know, so we want to see it. It's going to make us want to see more. Right.
2: Um. I know Kyle has a question for you. All right. All right. So yeah, you were saying um how you'd love to see. The solo Batman movie probably wrap up the the story of the Batman character, but looking maybe even further past that, what would you like to possibly see from future generations of Batman?
1: I'm, I have been beating the drum for a Batman Beyond film forever. yeah, Yeah, I think we all. And I I think that's, I think that would be the most logical way to go because um, we've seen how many films of Batman in his prime? We've seen, you know, starting with Batman 89, Batman's always been in his prime. I I think that, that at some point, uh, Beyond would be, be, would be, would be awesome. Um, I, I don't know if you could get, Affleck to play an older Batman, I mean, that old of a Batman, but you could get someone, Michael Keaton. Yeah, a great actor, that, that would be in the same continuity, and, and so forth. I just, I would love to see that that's that's where I think you should go and, and you know time marches on we'll we'll reboot and we'll do batman the young Batman again but I think within the next 15, ten fifteen twenty years they they've got to do begins i mean uh, uh beyond I think it would be the that, that ultimately else would be the way to go
0: i, I have yeah, a f- we, do we have a, just a few more questions and we'll let you uh get on with your day the fan chatter on Twitter. And Facebook has gotten to, like, a fever pitch with this fanboy, we deserve this kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. If you looked at the Leto photo that just popped up, Mm -hmm. uh, like, they're doing tests, and people were bitching Mm -hmm. on Twitter about him having blonde hair, and then him looking like the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo Joker with that, like, slick black hair. um.
2: Even what though we you, haven't seen him in a suit or right. anything
0: like that, uh, uh. why? Yeah. I just like for me anyway. Like I, I'm a huge fan of what the, their, the the creative team behind that's doing. Are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, would, you would you like to see that kind of interpretation of the Joker, the Greg Capullo, Scott Snyder uh, in Suicide Squad?
1: Season. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, I, here's my deal, you guys. I want to see something different from Jack and he. And but it's still be the Joker, does that make sense? Yes, so yeah, yeah, and I, I have no, I have no problem. I, th- I think that was just fantastic casting getting mm-hmm. that dude to play the Joker. And you know, he's not gonna play, the, he's not gonna be the Joker just in that film, he'll be in probably in Suicide, Suicide Squad 2, uh, and he'll be in a Batman film. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, look, uh, I, no, I mean. My stance on quote unquote fanboys is pretty strong I just don't I grew up a fanboy and I used to um, uh, embrace that moniker as a fanboy but in the last 10 years or so that, that term has been it's just been it's not a badge of honor anymore it's, it, it, it represents the worst of fandom and I and I and I've, I'm one of the ones who stand up against it. I mean, I get a, I, that's why a lot, of, a lot of people don't like Batman on film because I'll, I'll call out bad fanboy behavior, and I think Mark Hughes will back me up on that. Sean Gerber; these are all people who have always been associated with me. I, I mean, you should, you should, uh, you know, uh, present yourself in a respectable manner, and, and these freakouts over. Casting and the perma white, yeah, and not going, not being able to see what they showed at Comic Con last exclusively last year, uh, and be you know saying you deserve to see it, blah blah blah. I just can't, I can't deal with that. I think these, I think this, this segment of fandom is, is, um, is irrehensible, and I think there are the minority, I think most fans are. Good folks who don't act like the the, uh, the stereotype, and that's you know really that's one of the things with Batman of trying to do now is say, you know, this bad ha- behavior is not the stereotype; it's not the way most of us are, and I believe that with all my heart. So hopefully, and, and that's you know the mainstream, the mainstream press, the mainstream audience. Uh, hypes up that that this sort of behavior and probably because of it, they think it's funny and they think it's um, uh, and it probably gets more internet hits or more watching if we if we make fun of this this segment of, of, of folks but I, I just don't think that uh, that's the way it is the way they most of us are and I, I'm hoping to change that before before I'm dead and gone but Who knows? I mean, it's just... It is what it is. Right. And, like, I remember that perma-white with Heath
0: Ledger. I was like, the Joker didn't come out of his mom's womb with, like, white skin. Like, the character doesn't... Like, for me, anyway. Like, some people Mm -hmm. may disagree. The character, if he wears, you know, uh, like, the clown makeup or doesn't, Mm -hmm. like, the character is the character regardless of makeup. Like, the Batman has to put on a costume. The Joker, on the other hand, does not. He's just... Was just grew up crazy and just... I, I mean, that's just my own take, but I... Like, yeah. for sure, fanboys... And you have, like, Shandlin on Batman support when, when you stand up against that sort of nonsense that seems to be... Like, everyone on Twitter just sits behind their computer and, like, fuck this guy or this is yeah. bullshit yeah. and... Like she doesn't have big enough boobs, so she can't yeah. be a good Wonder Woman. Like that's just that's come on, that's just It's just ridiculous. And yeah, and
1: we we've seen it since eighty eight. We've seen it with Keaton. We saw it with um, Heath Ledger. We saw it with um, you know Anne Hathaway. And it's just these folks never learn. And it's just a, a free. And, you know, in this day and age with the internet, it's just a, a free range of just. Uh, you know, spouting off nonsense, and so you know, I'm gonna hold my ground. If lose, if I lose readers, and I, you know, I have for my stance, I don't, I, I couldn't care less. You know, I right. just, I'm, a, I'm gonna hold my ground.
0: Right, and so are we. Like, you definitely have our support. Is there anything you want to pitch before we take off? Um, as in like Batman on film stuff you're working on this summer. I know you guys have that 10th anniversary of Batman Begins coming up. Is there anything you want to throw out there for the fans? Uh, let's
1: see, real quick. Um, yeah, we're gonna do some Batman Begins stuff. We're doing it right now, but we'll continue on with that. Uh, I'm going to Comic Con, so I think that. I, well, I think I know that's gonna be the full blast of of BBS, uh this summer. So look for that on Batman on film. Follow me at, at uh, on Twitter at Batman on film and that's about it you know I I am it is what it is so I'm just me I'm just me regular guy (laughs) like Batman
2: (laughs) awesome Bill Rainey man we really really appreciate having you on taking the time out of your day to do Shanley on Batman with us Uh, man we can't thank you enough Hey, let's do it again. This was fun. Heck yeah. We're, yeah. Um, totally look, uh, we're totally looking forward to doing that again. We, but, uh, I was talking with Mark on Twitter about
0: doing like maybe a commentary track for Batman yeah. Forever. If you want to jump in on that.
1: Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. And do yeah. a Ooh. commentary
0: track with us. And then yeah. if you guys, I don't know what your guys' plan is for Batman Begins, but if you guys want us to do something, I know you have your own podcast and Modern Myth Media has something uh I'm sure they have something for Batman Begins, but if you ever want to, uh, if you want us to cover some Batman Begins stuff from the,
1: oh, from yeah. the fans or anything, Absolutely. just let us yeah. let us
0: know. We'll definitely do that for sure because this is a, like like I, like I said from the like this has been something I've wanted to do for like the last ten years to talk to fucking Bill Raimi, <laughs> Like you think you're like a regular, but to me like you're my hero for.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so I'm so regular, dude. You know. I uh, don't put me in and a, I'm not like Michael and and Chris and them. I'm just you know I'm just me. So <laughs> so uh but yeah, let's let's do some Batman Begins stuff this summer and celebrate that when come, when June 15th rolls around. Hell you know, yeah. Awesome.
2: For episode 24, I think that's going to do it.
0: Uh I'm Justin Chandler, Kyle
2: Davis, Tom Harper. <laughs> I am the knight. I am the man.